This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any of the apps you listen to is always appreciated. Oh, to be young and out in the world. You will constantly be doing new things, making mistakes, and just honestly, that's being an adult. It's tiring. And it takes time to get comfortable doing anything, but we can't look like we don't know what we're doing. And sometimes you have to just pretend to be confident. So it's kind of one of those weird things where we have to figure out what we want to do in the world, how we're going to do things, learn all the extra shit we have to do in the world, but not show like that we're struggling in any way. And that can be kind of hard. And the thing is, like, we all worry about being fake, to not be who we actually are. And there's just so much pressure to fit in, to do things that were, that people can figure out and understand. And somehow you, you got to be almost social media, like, personality kind. Like, there's only so much of yourself you're allowed to put out there and stuff like that. And this is very different compared to when you do in your personal life, as well as when you do in your jobs, just out in public. Whatever. And especially this is hard when you're younger. Like there's so much we have to learn. There's so much we have to just figure out. And honestly, it doesn't get better into your 30s. Like you do get better confidence. You get better at figuring things out. You get better at faking that shit when you need to. But there's a difference between faking it to making it and faking who you are to make everyone happy, to make everyone comfortable Because you get that push all your life from school, family, friends, work, all that shit. And it's hard to feel, let alone act confident, doing anything, really. Especially when we get so much pressure to do everything right. There's so much pressure to be perfect, to not make any mistakes. That somehow you don't embarrass yourself because if you embarrass yourself, you embarrass us, you embarrass the company, whatever. There's all that extra pressure and all that stupid things that actually make no sense why. We have that pressure, why we have that standard of never making mistakes or always being perfect when everyone does it. Everyone does something wrong. You're never going to do something perfectly when you first try it. Yeah, there's some people who are great at certain things from the get-go. Like, I'm pretty good at dancing. Like, if I get if I go into, like, a Zumba class, which I I literally been a year, and then I jumped into a class, I have innate talent to actually pick up on the choreography other people who can play music like they haven't played piano in like a decade but they kind of play guitar or other things like that but all of a sudden they can hear something and just jump in and play some people yeah there is that but no one has it for everything no one can do it all the time i may be good at dancing but then i'll have random moments where i'll just stop kind of like shit what was that next move or I'm trying to figure out all the information or all the, the steps to do podcasting or even just doing my blog posts. I have very specific steps that I do. And there are just times where I'm kind of like, shit, I forgot to do that. Oh, I didn't make any of my graphics. Did I even edit anything? Like I just look at it like, hmm, did I even edit this? Oh my God, is, is that sp- word spelled right? I can't tell. There, I mean, there's different things like that. And sam- sadly, some of this stuff you can't change. There are certain rules you have to follow to a point, but there's certain standards that we all have to do, especially when it comes to a job. 
we have uniforms we have to do. We have criteria that we have to fulfill, whether it's something that's in front of customers or not. So here are some of my tips to gain confidence in the world without actually faking your personality. The first one is something that I have actually learned having an awful, awful jobs in customer service is having a neutral face. Yes, we get a lot of people have that stupid stigma about resting bitch face. Honestly, that is ridiculous. It's mostly for women. And some people just have naturally, like their face just is a resting, doesn't look so happy. And I don't get why everyone has to always look so fucking happy all the damn time. I had to learn this because I had one job the first four months, I had a supervisor constantly on my ass. Be smiling. You got to be smiling. Da, da, da. Be look happy. You look awful. Da, da, da. It's like, fuck, woman. Calm the fuck down. Especially when there was like, we hadn't even opened the doors yet. And I was supposed to be smiling. The moment I got into that building, I was supposed to be constantly smiling. It got to the point where I even had customers who knew me pretty well. Actually, go up to her and the manager, kind of like, are you making her smile all the time because this is fucking creepy this actually looks awful it's actually not good for you to force a smile on somebody like mentally for someone to be forced to smile 24 7 or push the whole like literally i'm supposed to be going to my break smiling i'm supposed to be cleaning something on the floor where no one's looking at me smiling hopefully most y'all won't have that problem and so one way that i kind of learned to get around that is to have more of a neutral face. So it's not, you're not smiling, but you're not like completely rested. Your face is kind of, not really like a half smile. It's kind of hard to explain. Well, your your eyes seem to, like you, you make sure you're like more attentive. Like your face just seems more uplifted in a way. You honestly have to practice this in, in the mirror. You have to practice kind of just looking attentive. I feel like it's what I have at least the look on my face is like my eyes are slightly more open than if I'm just relaxed. Um, my my mouth is kind of where the, I guess, the worst of it is because sometimes that's where you get like the frown going. That I kind of have it more at a, like a line. Not like a hard line where my lip, lips are like pushing tight. But just kind of when you're contemplating, you're thinking. That is the face to have because that's a little more approachable without actually... Forcing yourself to be straight, smiling, and your face hurts, and you can't you can't fake it after a while. Like you have that fake face, like that smile going, and it starts to hurt, and you can see it. You can see how fake it is. You can see how awful it is, and that makes everyone feel bad. It makes everyone feel kind of weird. And some people got scared. I am not surprised because I'm sitting there four hours later with a smile plastered on my face, and I look like a clown. So having that neutral face kind of just, it's a little more opening. And yes, there is some research out there that if you have a laugh, have a smile and everything else can help lift your own mood, but not to the point of honestly doing it all the fucking time. But having a neutral face kind of like upslift your facial muscles and everything else. And it just, for me, it's a, one of those weird things where it just makes me feel a little more open it's one it's something I can't honestly explain. There's no research for it. It's I can't even like show it to you because again, this is a podcast. But it's something that I, 
it did take me probably a good four years of being in shitty customer service jobs to get great. Number two is wear your personality. A lot of places, yeah, you have uniforms, you have very specific dress codes to wear, but there are certain ways that you can still have who you are showing. It may only be something small as some of the jewelry you wear, having your different nail polish, wearing brighter colors. If I mean, some will have a very specific, like you're wearing all black and an apron. Yeah, have your hair done a different way. Have your nails done, jewelry. Like I, for me, earrings are a very big thing. I have very specific rings that I wear. If you have necklaces, your shoes, hell, your socks, have part of your personality shown so you don't feel like you're just being erased. And that brings, that kind of gives me more confidence, especially when I was working at those jobs where I had a uniform. It gave me more confidence because people noticed it and they always talked about it. They would actually make a comment about it. And that's how you would. Be able to interact and actually show that you are like an individual person. Number three, of course, is a classic. It's been toted about in psychology and all the other shit out there is posture. Like you get confidence when you stand tall. You have your head up. You look at people. Of course, yes, as an introvert, looking at people sucks. But like that two seconds that they're like, yes, I looked at you move on kind of thing. I had a, a no, whole nother episode about that, so I don't, I'm not going to go into it. But having the posture of I'm not slouched over. I'm not, head's not down. I'm not just, because that, that restricts your breathing, that it's just, it's a closed in feeling. And having confidence is you belong here. This is my space. I will look at you because this is, this is where I am. It's like I'm behind, yeah, I'm behind this counter, but this is my counter. This is my register. This is whatever whatever you're at, what you're doing. Like This is what I'm supposed to be doing here. You are over there. That's your space. This is my space. You don't get to come into it. You don't get to tell me what to do. Unless you're a manager. Of course, different thing. But you have... That gives you authority. That gives you kind of just the... It's a different energy. You have the energy to kind of put out there that you know what you're doing. That you belong where you are, whatever else. Number four is keeping you in your conversations. This can be done with work, especially if you're in the front end kind of things. If you have the time with customers to talk about kind of like little things, like I working at a register, I'm big on talking about weather. I don't know why. I love nature. That stuff just fascinates me. And it might be a Minnesota thing too. And if I have a second in the transaction to like, oh, man, this sun feels great. Oh, man, that wind is kind of like that. That's little things that does give you confidence because you can have a conversation and people are usually pretty open to that. They want to have a little bit of interaction without you ain't taking up all their time pretty much. But also you can have your conversations. Like I've had people see my tattoos and that is part of who I am. That's my personality. That is my that is just me. And I've had people have questions on how I designed them, why I decided those placements, if I had a story behind it or anything else. Like, I design all mine, so it takes me a lot longer. That's kind of a good conversation starter. That's about me without, again, not being too personal. Because, of course, with your situation, you need to gauge what you should or shouldn't personally talk about. It's the same thing with, like, I go in a little bit more when I talk to 
my coworkers. That's part of like when it comes again with the tattoos, like, oh, I have a new, I'm getting a new one next month or I'm, I'm making an appointment. Like, oh, I, I re- you start talking to them like, oh, I really love doing colors or not. Like some people really love having a certain style and that's kind of how you get started talking about it where we've talked about shoes. I'm not talking about like, ooh, yeah, women in shoes. It's kind of like we're walking, we're on our feet, all whole shift. Like, ooh, these shoes are really great for staying on your feet, but I love having neutral on my feet, but I want to color on my clothes or certain things with your food. There's little ways to have yourself in your conversations that gives you confidence because then, honestly, anybody who wants to interact with you or talk to you about something any little bit personal gives you confidence. And especially because then you know about yourself. Like, I know about my tattoos. I know about my jewelry. I know about anything to do with me. You should be an expert in yourself. That gives you confidence when someone actually wants to talk to you about it or even just have a quick, like, two, three sentence conversation with you before you move on. That is confidence build- boosting. Yeah, even as an introvert, it's kind of kind of sucks that you have to have conversations about everything all the time. But this also is a way to get you out of your shell a little bit. Like, I am, I guess, considered more of a social introvert, at least now. I wasn't quite sure when I was in, like, high school and college. I had my certain groups of friends and everything else. But, like, as I got, as I've gotten older, I've, I've had plenty of time to do a lot of things out in the world by myself. And especially things I didn't want to do. It gave me more skills to do conversations, get through things worked with someone who's being difficult or who is having a problem. That is my confidence because I can be who I need to be. I can still have my authority of what I'm doing in my job or if I'm in school and I need to do a presentation. Like there's still these people can, you know, people around you know you that you can feel like someone has your back. And that kind of leads into my fifth point, is asking questions and connecting. You get confidence sometimes from other people. Yes, they tell you you shouldn't have outside validation and all that kind of stuff. But sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes you just need someone to give you a compliment. Sometimes you need to have a friend kind of like, man, I'm so sorry that per- that manager's ripped into you. Like, shit, I'm sorry. That's a good way to connect. That gives you confidence to keep go back out in the work. It's great when you have a manager that's kind of like, man, that customer was really awful for you. Go ahead and sit back. Because, like, my manager knows I need to go outside. I need to walk it off. I need to let let myself be pissed off. But I also need to cool off and I need to be outside. That is a way that I get connected, but I get my confidence back to get back at the work. Well, someone else literally needs to just go sit in the back and cry. And that is who they are. They're not faking it. They're not They're not forcing you to just suck it up and stay there. And having, having that connection with whether or not it is an actual manager or someone who is just a regular coworker or, or a fellow student or anything else, having that connection, having that companionship is really helpful because then you can be more yourself Maybe not as much as you would be with your friends, 
but you can be kind of like the work friend or school friend where you know, you know enough about each other. You have some ideas of dis and di- dislikes and likes and quirks and everything else, but they can help you along if need be. And also with asking questions, that's how you figure shit out. Like, honestly, there's, there's such a fear because yeah, we've had, we've all had people who you ask questions for. They're like, well, you should know this already. Why don't you know this? They just, they want to rip on you because it makes them feel better. And it's like, bitch, you didn't train me or I haven't heard, learned this yet. It's my first day or like anything. Like I've had, I've had professors do that. I've had people that have been training me. Other people, I just literally will walk into an event and ask a question. I'm kind of like, bitch, I just got here. I don't even know where I am. Like, what's going on? That's literally what I'm asking for. Yes, that can, of course, give you, that can kick you down a little bit. But if you get the right people, which you should after a while, asking questions because then that gives you confidence. That gives you confidence in what you're doing, what procedures you need to do, how you're supposed to do research, whatever else you need to do. But also with the asking questions, you have the knowledge now that you can do it without asking it later on. That's kind of what experience is. But then when you have that, you can answer, answer questions for other people. You learn it better yourself. But actually teaching somebody else is a confidence booster. It shows that you know what you're doing. You figure certain things out. Because there's always going to be someone new. There's always going to be someone else that has less information than you do. And it never has to be kind of an ego boost. It can be a confidence boost, but not ego boost. Because you're not like, ooh, I know more than you, bitch. It's more kind of like, I would like to help you out. I'm glad I have this information. Like, there's certain things where, like, I know a register very well. And I have, like, I have it set down so I don't have to touch the screen at all because it's a touch screen. I can literally do it all by hand buttons and not looking because I've been on the register for, like, six different years on and off. Yeah, that's a different thing where like, I can, someone else can ask me, like, if they work at a coffee shop. Like, here's a little trick where you can make sure the the grounds taste better with the milk. Um temperature wise all these different little things having honestly any kind of experience gives you more confidence because then you have less thinking to do and that's how you can bring out more who you are wherever situation you're in so i hope this little bit kind of helps you because we all want to be more confident in life you want to not feel so shitty about who we are even though in the situations we don't have any say or really any reason why we can't do what we need to do because we're all learning it's brand new because we're always learning we're always growing and figure out who we are as people thanks for listening check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my patreon where you can get more info check out products hit me up on instagram at the introverts bubble or courageous creativity 